the same weights? If the answer is yes, then that's why. Your body has no need to progress because you're not giving it any extra stimulus. And you're not put, putting your body in a position where it has to improve in order to do the stuff that you are consistently exposing it to. Hey mate, I'm Coach Mitch and welcome to the Unbreakable Man podcast. It's my goal to help you achieve excellent results in the area of your health and physical fitness, your career or business, your relationships, and in your own personal passions. This is gonna be your one-stop shop if you are the kind of man who wants to achieve his fullest potential in life. And the only way to do that is by becoming unbreakable. Hey brother, and welcome to today's episode of the Unbreakable Man podcast. Now, in today's episode, I'm gonna give you five very simple tips that you can use to improve your results when it comes to building strength and muscle in the gym. But before we go through those tips, I wanna start out by framing this whole conversation around why you might actually want to do this, to make sure that you're doing it for the right reasons and that you have realistic expectations of not just what you're going to get in terms of results with your body, but what being strong and building muscle is actually going to do for the rest of your life. You know, for example, one of the things that this is not necessarily going to do for you is make you more attractive. So if you're thinking, um, you know, I'm struggling with the ladies right now, so, so let me just go and build some muscles and be strong and that's going to instantly make ladies come and flock to me. No, that's not how it works. However, what it might do is help you build your confidence in yourself and maybe you have more confidence to go and, and, and speak to someone you're attracted to. And, and indirectly, it's helped you get there. Uh, I don't necessarily think that being big and muscular and strong makes you necessarily more of a man than the next guy. You know, I, I, don't get me wrong. I think that being physically strong and being in good shape is certainly an improvement. Like, we can't argue that fact. I think that, that does make you a better version of yourself, and that is the reason why you should be doing this. But uh, I think it's always really important to, to make sure that you have a foundation of humility and you recognize that this is your journey, you're about to make some improvements in yourself, and this, doesn't, and this is not about comparing yourself to anybody else. And I really want you to keep that in mind as you go through this process. And remember that this is just about being better than the guy that you were yesterday or last week or last year. That's the number one thing. If you're doing that, then you're doing something well in your life. So please remember that as you go through this whole process. The other thing that I also wanted to say is that this is going to take time, no matter what you're doing. If you are brand new to the gym... Uh, what you'll likely experience is as you get into it, you'll see quite a bit of progress initially, and that progress will start to plateau. Just because this is something new that you're adding into your regime and you're exposing your body to something new, because of that, your body's going to respond quite quickly. But once your body starts to get used to what you're doing, it gets a little bit harder to make progress, and you have to be a bit more precise and a bit more focused as you go. So make sure that as you progress through this, this process and this journey, that you are getting more precise and you are becoming more focused if you want to continue to make progress. Now, the things that I wanted to go through, five very simple tips. This, what, what we're going to talk about today is, is not 
you know, the, the most detailed possible conversation you could have on this topic. Like this could be, you know, 12 hours of content of, of all the specific things that you could do to maximize your, your ability to build strength and muscle. That's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about giving you five simple things. And I really do believe that these five simple things are going to formulate the foundation of your ability to create long-term growth and, and progress in your, in your um, strength and your physique. So if you do these five things right, I, I believe that this is 90% of what you need to get right. The last 10%, that the really precise stuff, the, the stuff that professional bodybuilders and builders and stuff are doing, um, and I'm not talking about steroids when I say that, I mean like the extra actions that they take in terms of precision with their training and nutrition. Um, this is not that video. This video is about the 90% for the for the, the normal guy who wants to improve himself physically. Um, and before, again, before I get into those five tips, actually, there's something else I wanted to do. And that was just uh, talk about, I spoke about why you... The bad reasons for doing this, like the reasons not not the reasons you want to be using, but also the reasons. But this is the reasons why you should. Why I think this is a good thing, right? I do think that being physically strong is an improvement over being weak. Like let's 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 not um, mince words here. It's better to be strong. It is like you are able to do more in your life. You are able to be more helpful for the people around you because you you have the physical ability to do more stuff. Um, and I do think that having confidence in your, in your body, in your own skin and taking pride in, in your body and your own skin is, is really important too. like treating your body with respect and, and, and finding out what your body is actually capable of, like finding out what your potential is in terms of what you can physically do. I think that's a, that's a beautiful journey to take yourself on. So there are some really great reasons to do this guys. And I just want to make sure that you are doing it for the right reasons because not only are you then going to get the results but you're going to get the true results which to me is is just personal um confidence within yourself and and feeling like you have are uh, progressing in your life as an individual and as a man now with that said here are my five very very simple tips and um let's get stuck into it so first one you need to lift heavy right? So there's heaps of information out there. And, and, you know, there's, there's the camp of people who like to do lots of reps of lightweight. And there's the camp of people who like to do very few reps of very heavy weights. Personally, what I've noticed and what I have, the information that has worked for me, and I have been coached on this with my own coaches, I have my own strength coach. Um, Shout out to Daniel Chappelle from BK Conditioning. And, and this is what works for him. This is what worked for me. And, and this is exactly what I, I coach the guys that I train in as well. And, and it's what works. And that is lifting heavy. And, and the reason why that is, is because if you are not getting stronger, then you're not building muscle. So if you're a guy who's been in the gym for a little while now, and you are noticing that nothing's really changing anymore, you're kind of the same dude that you were six months ago. Then my question for you would be, are you still lifting the same weights? If the answer is yes, then that's why. Your body has no need to progress because you're not giving it any extra stimulus. And you're not put, putting your body in a position where it has to improve in order to do the stuff that you are consistently 
exposing it to. So it's really important that you're lifting heavy. Now, one thing I would say with that is, especially when it comes to movements like squats and deadlifts and, and also bench. So kind of those three main power moves is you've really got to make sure your technique's good as well. And this is where having a professional and someone on your team to help make sure that what you're doing is is correct it is the difference between you having a great result in your training and getting stronger and building muscle or you injuring yourself and being out of training for potentially months and losing any progress you'd already made and perhaps even losing a lot of the motivation to want to have a crack at it again. So this is where having a professional in your corner is really, really important just to help you fine tune your technique and make sure you're doing it in a safe manner and that you are progressing with the weight in a, in a safe trajectory as well. So that's really important too. So technique super important if you're going to lift heavy and I would recommend it if you want to get build muscle and build strength, you need to lift heavy, but technique is absolutely crucial. There's so many guys I see in the gym throwing weights around that are way too heavy for them. And it's a it's an injury waiting to happen. And it's probably also not building as much muscle as it would if they were doing it correctly. So make sure you get your technique dialed in. Even if you're a guy listening to this right now and you're working out at the gym, even if you just book in with a, a PT that you trust for a single session just to look at your technique across those kinds of moves, moves especially um you know the deadlift especially the deadlift but also squats and and bench as well and, and if you're going heavy on the bench get a spotter guys um and you can ask most people in the gym are actually genuinely happy to help so lift heavy number two progressive overload so this is kind of the reason why there's number two is because it's it's pretty much the it's the next step from lifting heavy we want to make sure that we're not just lifting heavy but we are lifting heavier over time and we are progressively overloading our muscles. So it, you will plateau with your progress if you plateau with the amount of load that you are exposing your muscles and joints to each week. If you are not consistently pushing the limits with the weights that you're lifting, and it doesn't have to be crazy. It can be an extra kilo a week. It can be very, very slight adjustments in the weight that you're you're lifting. If you're not doing that, again, you're going to find yourself plateauing. So it's important to track your workouts, guys. If you're a guy who gets in the gym and you just get in there, you go, oh, yeah, I'll do a bit of this. And oh, yeah, I'll do a bit of that. That's the reason. That's one of the reasons why you are not seeing the progress that you're looking for. Because you don't know if what you are doing this week is better than what you did last week. You don't know if you're lifting heavier. You don't know if you're doing more reps. You don't know if you're doing more overall total volume because you're not tracking anything. So track your workouts and that's going to help make sure that you are progressively overloading your muscles each week. And just for total clarity, what progressive overload means is each week you are doing more than you did the week before. And that doesn't just mean lifting heavier. It could mean doing more reps with the same weight. If I benched 60 kilos last week for 10 reps, and this week I come in and I bench it for 12, I have overloaded my muscles. I've added an extra two reps. I've added more total volume to the workout. And that's good. That's a sign of progress, and that's going to help improve my results over time. Another, another thing you could do as well, if let's say last week you did 60 kilo bench, for 10 reps and you did three sets, 
this week you come in and you don't feel any stronger, like you can't push out 11th rep or a 12th rep, and you do another three sets of 10, the other option is you do a fourth set. You do a, a fourth set of 60 kilos for hopefully another 10 reps, but even if you only did another eight reps, you still would have done more work than you did the previous week, and that is providing your body with the extra stimulus it needs to start to improve the size and the strength of the muscles that you're working. So make sure you're progressively overloading each week. And the only way you'll know if you're doing that is if you're tracking the exercises that you're doing and the weights and the reps that you're doing for each of those exercises. Now, next one on this list, and this is the one that I think most men um, slip up with. This is, the, this is the one everyone forgets about that is super important. Initially on here, I just had sleep written down, but I've put a slash through this and added recovery as well. So sleep and recovery, because sleep is essentially recovery, and that's also where all of the growing of your muscles actually happens. When we go to sleep at night, guys, that's our body's opportunity to repair. That's our body's chance to take all the energy that, that it's using in that moment to, you know, it's running itself, obviously, but it's also using it to repair damage from the day. And we are creating damage in our muscles when we train them. So sleep is where all that growth happens. So I don't care what you're lifting in the gym. I don't care how consistent you are. If you're also consistently getting only a couple hours sleep a night, then you're going to struggle to build strength and build muscle simply because you're not giving your body the opportunity to actually build anything through that recovery process. So sleep is absolutely crucial. You should be tracking your sleep. If you're really serious about this, you should be finding out how many hours of sleep am I getting each night? And is that sleep quality sleep? So this is where having a smartwatch is really, really helpful. I, I can't really talk right now. I don't have mine on because I, I broke it like two weeks ago. So I need to get a new one for myself. So right now I can't even track my own sleep. Um, so I've got to get onto that. But if you have one of those, track your sleep, see how your sleep's going. Do you, do you get enough of it? Man, I remember last year when I was when I was training and going through, you know, my my personal process. And I was I noticed this massive plateau in strength, and there was some weeks where I just felt absolutely shit. And it felt like I was losing strength. And then my coach sits down and we look at the the check-in sheets where I put all my information every single week and he he um analyzes it and he said dude you know you train four days a week weights you do jujitsu three or four days a week you do you know three or four group classes a week and over ten thousand steps a day and you only get six hours sleep a night five and a half six hours sleep a night it's not enough for your body to have the chance that it needs to recover from all this training and, and allow you to build strength so your sleep might be killing your gains right now fellas um, if you're not sleeping and you're trying to build muscle, then that's something that you need to change. Get your butt to bed on time and then and, and make sure that you do whatever you need to do to also improve the quality of your sleep as well. If you're the kind of person that wakes up a lot throughout the night, it might be worth going and seeing your doctor and seeing why that might be the case and fixing that. Not just for your own strength building and muscle building journey, but also for your own health. <laughs> you know, that's you're going to feel so much better if you're getting a good night's sleep. And then I have elaborated on this as well and, and also put recovery down here too because it's not just about sleep but it's also the extra recovery work as well it's stretching you know if you're lifting heavy all the time 
and you don't do any stretching, every time you're pushing your body to the limits, lifting the weights that you're lifting, they, they tighten up as a response to the strain that you've just put on them. And that's increasing your risk of injury. It's also decreasing your ability to build that muscle because it's all so tight. Uh, and you're going to be in pain and, and aching, aching more of the time as well as a result of that. So stretching is a big one. Um, cold bath recovery is also a big one as well. So yeah, a recovery has to be a part of the process. For example, scheduled into my routine every single week, I have an hour long remedial massage every single Wednesday morning. It's just part of my life and, and it needs to be in there. Otherwise, there's no way I'd be able to do all of the stuff that I do every single week because my body would just be fucked. Would, I do not have enough time to recover by just sitting down and or lying down. I need I need that extra little bit of of assistance from a professional to come and, and help me make sure that you know, those tight muscles are being worked on so that I can still keep up the level of training and activity that I have in my life without it affecting my ability to do that over the long term. You know, so invest in that, guys, because that's going to make... I, I, I do believe that that's the difference between guys who are successful in this today and also over the long term as well. You know, there's, there's plenty of 20-year-olds out there who train their asses off and they get in really good shape. And then 10 years down the track, you know, they're, they're broken, their knees are fucked, their backs are fucked, uh, and they can't do any training anymore. And now they've got a big old beer belly because of, because of the fact that they didn't do any of the recovery work over that time. So make sure you add the recovery in there as well. It doesn't matter if you're 30, 40, 50, you can do all this stuff, but you have to make sure you, you are getting the sleep and the recovery too so that your body can heal from it. Now, the next one on here is crucial. Absolutely crucial. And a lot of guys that struggle to put on weight and build muscle, this is their issue. And it's being in a calorie surplus. So, pretty simple analogy. Imagine your body is a building, right? And what you are literally trying to do is add an extension onto this building. By not being in a calorie surplus, it's like having a house that you want to put an extension on, but you never ever buy any bricks. That's essentially what you're doing to your own ability to gain strength and muscle when you're not in a calorie surplus. So just for clarification as well, what I mean by that is you are consuming more calories every day, not just a couple days a week, every single day than your body is burning. So if you burn two and a half thousand calories a day and you want to build muscle, then you need to be eating 3000 calories every single day without fail. It's not like people think this is, this is easy or this is fun, but it's actually not. I, I eat almost 4,000 calories a day at the moment. And that's probably going to go up to probably about four, two, four, three over the next couple of months. And sometimes what, what that looks like is it's 10 PM. I'm tired. I want to go to bed, but I still have 500 calories left to eat. So I've got to eat it. I've got to just stuff my face with whatever fits the, the regime before I go to bed. Whether I like it or not, that's what I have to do if I want the results. Now, obviously, what would be better is if I schedule and time my day better so that I can eat the food that I need to eat in a reasonable time. But sometimes it doesn't work out that way. And that's not an excuse not to do the work. 
So calorie surplus, for a lot of people, that sounds great. Like, oh, yeah, I get to eat more. But it's actually not that easy. And you've got to make sure you're eating the right foods as well. Um, so calorie surplus, absolutely crucial. Now, the tricky thing with this too is knowing what that number's got to be for you personally. And there's a couple of factors in that. And I'm actually going to do this on the on the whiteboard because if I don't draw this up, then it's too easy to forget. So for the guys who are listening to this on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts, jump over to YouTube if you want to see this bit. And you'll find the YouTube link in the description down below. So you can have a look at that. So if you want to figure out how many calories you're on currently, the things that you've got to consider are your BMR. So that's the basal metabolic rate, which basically just means the amount of calories that your body has to burn just to keep you alive. So even if you did not move all day, if you just lay on the ground all day, didn't do anything, didn't eat, didn't move, didn't walk around, didn't train, didn't do anything, you did nothing for that day, your body still has to burn energy just to keep you alive, just to work your lungs, just to pump your heart, just to keep each of the cells in your body in good working order, costs energy. So that's what your BMR is. And that's going to be based on your age, how big you are, so your size, so it's height and weight, and also how lean you are as well. So if you're, if you're a guy who has a lot of fat and you're 80 kilos, then your BMR will be lower than a guy who has 80 kilos and a lot of muscle, because muscle muscle's very energetically expensive tissue. So BMR is one thing that you'll need to know. After that, it's going to be, um, it's called NEAT, non-exercise activity. I can't remember what the T stands for, non-exercise activity. Uh, and basically, basically NEAT is just you walking around every day. So if you, for example, if you work in an office, your NEAT is going to be quite low, right? Because you're, you're not moving around. But, you know, if let's say you're a courier and... You're still sitting down in the car, I guess, all day, but you're also walking in and out and dropping people's packages off and carrying things all day. Even though it's not intense training, you're still burning more calories as a result. So NEAT is another thing. And the last thing is the calories you burn during exercise. You know, So if you do a workout, you're going to burn a certain amount of calories during that workout. And that's something you've got to factor in. So you're adding up these three things. And from that, it's going to give you an idea of what you burn roughly each day. And to be fair, guys, it's it's kind of tricky to to get this super duper accurate. And, and you're not going to get it to, to the calorie. You might even be 100 calories off either way. Um, however, BMR is pretty easy to calculate because of age, size, and body fat percent. And you can just kind of guesstimate your body fat percent a little bit. Um you know, exercise, you can see how much a workout is going to is gonna burn in terms of calories. Again, if you have a watch or you have an app or something like that, that can help you figure it out. And need to something else you can kind of roughly estimate and calculate with some calculators online. One thing that I would do, very, very simple, and this is how, this is one of the things I do to create my diet programs for guys. And so how do I figure out the calories for them? Is I go to um, a website called... T D 
E E dot Co. Total Daily Energy Expenditure. And it's a calculator on Google. So go to go to tdee.co, I think it's .co, doesn't matter. If you, t if you type in TDEE calculator, it will take you to this place. Uh, and you can put in all your numbers and it will give you a reasonably good estimation of what your daily calorie burn is on average. And from there, you can figure out, well, how much do I need to eat in order to be in a calorie surplus? And I would start off by being, well, firstly, it depends what you're doing right now. Let's say you find out that your your daily energy expenditure is around 3,000 calories. Well, maybe you want to find out if you can even eat 3,000 calories consistently each day. You know, because here's the thing too, there's no point in you stuffing your face and feeling sick because um, that's not really going to help either. So you, if you want to build muscle, it's it's not fucking easy, lads. It's It can be quite uncomfortable. Uh, especially on the food side of things. So you don't want to make yourself feel sick eating more, but you do need to eat more. So it's uh, some of it is about progressing slowly to the point where you can actually even eat the amount of food that you need to eat. But you need to figure it out first. And I would go to tdee.co in order to figure out what that might look like. Now, last thing on the list, and this is not a 100% requirement, although it definitely helps. Uh, and I... I do this myself, and that is supplements. So there's only really two that I would recommend. You know, there's way more to it, but again, I'm keeping this as simple as possible. Uh, and I, I think it's more important to focus on the things that are going to give you the biggest uh, return on investment and just focus most of your energy on those things than perhaps the extra little things that still help, but may only help 1% here or there. So supplements, there's only two, uh, and one is whey protein, isolate, I get WPI, and the other one is creatine. So you don't really need to supplement with the, either of these two things, but it's certainly a lot easier when you supplement with them because to eat enough protein for a guy who's trying to build mass and, and does a lot of training each week, it's difficult if you're trying to do that with only lean meats and... and um, grains and stuff like that it's really important that you hit those targets hit those numbers and cu currently for me my daily protein targets like 210 grams a day you know and and for for reference 100 grams of chicken has about 35 grams of protein in it you know so i'd have to eat like like six and a half 650 grams of chicken a day, 700 grams of chicken a day to, to meet my protein targets. Whereas if I just use a protein shake, I can get that in way easier. So that's why WPI is a good idea. Just helps it, helps make it easier to get those, those targets consistently. And then creatine is also a really good idea because essentially what it does is it helps hydrate your muscles. It draws water into the cells in your muscles and one of the biggest causes of loss of strength is dehydration so that's probably another thing that should be on this list is make sure you're hydrated drink plenty of water and creatine is one of the best things of doing that you can get creatine out of you know your your red meats uh, and other other lean meat sources in your diet but once again it's difficult to hit the number that you might need to hit consistently each day um, from just those 
those whole food sources alone. So I take five grams of creatine every single day as well. And, and it, I, I notice the loss in strength if I go for a period of time without it. And I do notice the boost in strength when I start to add it into my diet consistently. So those would be the only two supplements that I would recommend. Now, uh, with that said, guys, you know, if you have any questions around building strength or building muscle, then it'll be awesome to hear back from you. You can comment down below, or you can even send me an email at mitch at unbreakableman.com.au. And, you know, if I, if I can lend you um, some advice or I can uh, give you, give you uh, point you in the right direction, then I'm more than happy to do that. So, with that said, I hope you got something out of today's episode. Make sure that you like and subscribe. It really helps the channel and it helps the, uh, helps the podcast. So have a great day, boys. See you next time. Cheers. Hey, mate, I hope you enjoyed that episode of the Unbreakable Man podcast. If you did, it would be absolutely fantastic if you could leave us a five-star review because that's going to help us get our message in front of more men who need to hear it. Now, if you have some feedback for me, I'd love to hear that too. Comment down below. And if you just need some mini doses of Unbreakable Man motivation throughout your week, then you can follow us across all social platforms. On Facebook, it's Unbreakable Man Challenge. On Instagram, it's Unbreakable Man underscore challenge. And on TikTok and YouTube, it's just Unbreakable Man. Your support would be absolutely invaluable. Now, last but not least, do not forget, men aren't born, they're built.